and welcome. You're listening to Canberra's People Powered Radio, 2XXFM 98.3. The program is subject to ACT with me, Sophie Singh, bringing you stories of community and current affairs from our local city and beyond. Stories with a global dimension. Canberra is home to people from all over the world, some of whom have arrived after fleeing danger in their homeland and seeking refuge and safety in our city. Canberra Refugee Support is a community-based, not-for-profit organisation with a network of volunteers who support refugees living in Canberra. To find out more about the work of Canberra Refugee Support, I spoke to CRS President Doug Hind. Doug, thanks for speaking with me on Subject ACT. Great to be here. It's always a pleasure to have the chance to talk to a, a wider audience. Doug, can we start with who are the people that Canberra Refugee Support are supporting in the Canberra community? At the moment, we're, we're supporting more um, refugees and asylum seekers than we ever have before in our 20-year history. We're up to about 45 families, or well, most of those are families, a couple are single men, but they're mostly families. And we have been taking on um, people steadily since the lockdown lifted. Um, I think we've taken on about eight new families, and there's a couple more on the way. And we hear from Companion House that there might be even more families that they think would benefit from getting involved with our organisation. They are a mixture of some people who come as humanitarian settlement, and they are often people who've gone through the initial settlement phase, but still need some of that connection to help them link into the community. Uh, And then there are quite a few asylum seekers. Um, These are people who've got no federal government support and are in danger of heading into homelessness and disconnection across the community. So they're the main groups that we're supporting. 45 families for CRS to support, that's quite a large number for a relatively small city. So, yes, it will soon be up over 50 families. How many volunteers would you estimate CRS has? Uh, The number of volunteers, it, it varies, but we think probably about 70 people are assisting um, in providing what we call good neighbour support for families. That means we're not asking them to provide professional services. They are just volunteering as good neighbours. But one of their roles is to help the families connect with whatever support they need, to link them into the community, to help them with uh, whatever issues they are having trouble with, whether it be from catching the bus Um, to kids wanting to play community sport or um, trying to look at training for job placement to help them get employment. All of those, and some of it is just sitting down, having a cup of coffee and talking as as neighbours do. So providing support covers this incredible range of activities, but it's mostly about being good neighbours, helping them to connect to the community and help them so that they can find their way and become independent. There are so many elements that make up that connection, many of which we probably don't really think about Mm. until we're actually having to consciously sit down and support someone to map that out. Yeah, it's a complicated business finding a way in a new culture, a new society that's often very different from the one um, that you grew up in. Absolutely. And there are just so many things you don't understand or things where you don't quite trust the government authorities, and 
we help people to find their way through that, to make the connections, to interpret and advocate for them. It can be daunting for people who you know have grown up in the country to deal with some of mm. those bureaucracies and so on. So if you come, particularly if uh, English isn't your, you're not fluent, yeah. uh, and you've also, I think, you know, people who flee to some extent have suffered some sort of trauma, it can be, I imagine, incredibly challenging. Oh, I think it is. Uh, Companion House often remind us that very significant proportions of the refugees will either have directly suffered trauma themselves or will have had family members affected by trauma. So they will not often present that immediately, but you'll become aware of it as you develop a relationship with them and you start to find out what they have had to be dealing with. And you just get amazed at the resilience and courage of people in that situation. Doug, you mentioned that since the uh, lockdown was lifted, uh, CRS has now expanded to support an additional eight families. We're not out of the pandemic by any stretch. We just seem to be morphing into different sort of phases, if you like. During the last uh, two years, what was the impact on both the type and the extent of support that Mm. you were being called upon uh, to provide and how did CRS manage that? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, A lot of the support was done as we did most of our relationships with over the phone and by um, Zoom or media or meeting outdoors when that was possible. But a lot of the people were still through that able to get messages back to us about the areas of particularly financial need or uh, assistance in dealing with organisations that we were able to manage um, online able to make payments online to people to assist them with their rent or with living expenses. Uh, So that ability to operate online was absolutely critical. Technology has helped us tremendously. Ten years ago, it would have been a good bit more difficult to do it, Um, but at least we've been able to guarantee those practical uh, financial support for people during that period in an uninterrupted way. Um, and that's taken a good deal of stress off a lot of people. CRS provides not just the good neighbours support, mm. but also provides uh, financial support. It suggests then that actually the uh, support provided by government just doesn't meet the needs or it's insufficient. Well, in some cases, a lot of cases, um, it just doesn't exist. They're not eligible for it. We have worked with the ACT government to establish some lines of support for some of these families, and they've established a couple of programs that relate uh, to providing support for rent so that people are not forced into homelessness. Um, That program is basically full up at the moment, and we're talking with the ACT government um, about the need to expand that. When I say we, St Vincent de Paul and Companion House and ourselves work together in close cooperation Uh, in advocacy, but also to um, make sure our resources get spread around most effectively and to make sure that families don't fall through the cracks. That is getting harder and harder uh, with rents going up. We have managed to deal with what I thought was a rolling crisis over the past four years. We're now starting to get to the point where we are seriously concerned um, about the next six months, uh, all of the agencies involved, um, particularly as we are dependent for providing this emergency support uh, on donations from the community very largely. 
and that's that's where we get our funds. We have got a very generous community. For example, last year, over the year, we would have provided about $130,000 in um, rental and financial support. That is absolutely amazing. Yes. Um, but people are, are feeling the stretch. And, and that's so entirely from donation stuff. There might have been a couple of uh, community grants in there. Um, I think the ACT government in the first year of the pandemic put in a $10,000 emergency uh, support to just about all the agencies involved in dealing with vulnerable people. And we have basically been dependent on people giving. Uh, it's also worth pointing out that for the last two years, CRS has not been able to hold its annual dinner, which is a substantial mm. fundraising event, yeah. to have been able to support to the tune of 130000 over the last year is a, is a spectacular um, achievement. Miracles continue to happen. We've so far managed to stay ahead, but I think at some point, and this is the point we'll make to government, the community cannot continue to fill in the gaps, particularly in Commonwealth government funding. The ACT government has done several important things, but we have to go to them because the Commonwealth has abandoned a whole group of people. Doug, the hands across Canberra Appeal is on again and it's open now for donations and the Hands Up for Canberra Giving Day is Wednesday the 9th of March. That's Canberra right. Refugee Support is one of the charities participating in the Hands Across Canberra Appeal. Does CRS have a, uh, a goal in terms of what you're hoping will be raised? And tell me a little bit about the appeal. I understand there's something like 75 charities across Canberra yep. participating. Yes, that's right. And Hands Across Canberra provides that umbrella uh, for smaller agencies to, I guess, expand their reach. It provides uh, an awareness that everyone out there is going to become aware of that already, that this is an appeal to raise money in Canberra for Canberra community organisations. So the money you give will stay to meet Canberra needs. The other thing they do is arrange corporate sponsorship so that, for example, just for us, for the first $5,000 that's given, we'll receive a further $5,000. We would hope that we raise more than that $10,000. That's the initial target. Um, I would like to see us certainly, it would be good if we could reach $30,000. That would be uh, a tremendous help. So we'll, we will have to wait and see. Uh, but we participate, we provide our name and our support to Hands Across Canberra and are up on their website. So you can go up on their appeal and if you go looking for Canberra Refugee Support, you can click in there and donate through that. So at the moment, if you contribute in that first $5,000, you're helping us access another $5,000. That's dollar for dollar, so that's a great yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The need is real. It's about keeping people out of homelessness allowing them to live with some minimal degree of dignity and keep their life going while they get decisions. We've just had two or three families, I think in the last six months, who have finally got permanent residency, but it's taken five to six years for that to happen. And you've got to try and at least help people to keep their lives moving forward so that when hopefully as these families have done, they've got that permanent residency, they haven't 
lost that entire time entirely. They've started to build their lives. The women have started to get educational training that enables them to move into the workforce um, and gives them dignity and agency. And the kids have been enabled to continue their life during an important time of growth. That's really critical uh, because they're the ones who are most vulnerable in the long term to a failure to provide them with community support. And five or six years waiting without that certainty is a long time. I don't know how families that I've engaged with, again, manage it and keep the resilience going um, and not just fall into depression. Yes. But many of them, while they carry a mental health burden, push ahead and are in a position once they get certainty about their future uh, to be able to uh, take on their lives and start contributing to this community. We've got some fabulous people. Absolutely. And I think uh, people who who come with that determination and that resilience uh, enrich our, our community for all of us. Yes. I think and Canberra it's a shame a- that we aren't making it easier for them to join us in what is a really good community. I get really passionate about this. Um, <laughs> and it's one of the rewarding things in participating in this with the volunteers and our members who provide financial support and the people we engage with. It gives you energy and enthusiasm at a time when there's a good deal to be cynical about in this community. Absolutely. Good luck with the Hands Across Canberra Appeal. Thank you very much, Doug, for speaking with me on Subject ACT. Thanks for the opportunity. It's always a pleasure. That was Doug Hind, President of Canberra Refugee Support. And if you want to find out more about CRS, just go to their website. You'll also be able to find out more about the Hands Across Canberra Appeal. And that brings us to the end of tonight's Subject ACT. Stay listening to People Powered Radio, 2XXFM 98.3. I'm Sophie Singh. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your week. Thank you.